0: They rode for hours, through the night and into the dawn, stopping for nothing, not even to rest the horses. They knew what hunted them, a threat that could neither be seen, nor heard, nor felt, until one turned around, and there it was. Too late to run then. Plague was spread through the air, you see. Everyone knew this. Jahan struggled to stay awake on her horse. Weariness dragged her chin to her chest before she caught herself, jerking upright in the saddle. Bleary eyes took in the tall, stately Cyprus, lining their route and the sun rising above the mountains in the east. Ten guards rode before her, ten in back. So few of them remained. The others had been left behind in towns and villages along the way. Her people, shed like snakeskin, dead. Like snakeskin. Jahan could not think of them now. If she did, she would scream, on and on forever. And that would not do here, in front of the others. Mari was alive. This she could give thanks for. Just then, Mari looked over from her own horse. She wore a traveling cloak, the same midnight blue as Jahan's. Her hood had been pushed back, and long, dark hair blew free in the wind. The smile she gave Jahan was tired, but reassuring. Not long now, she mouthed. Despite everything, Jahan smiled. Mari had been saying the same for days. Not long now, almost there. Jahan started to tell her so, just as one of the guards ahead slid from his horse. He did not wake and catch himself. But fell out of the saddle entirely, hitting the earth with a thud and the unmistakable sound of bone cracking. Stop! Jahan shouted. Dust rose, pebbles flew. The Cortez ground to a halt. Without waiting for assistance, Jahan dismounted. She grabbed Mari's hand, and they raced to where the Brisson ambassador already knelt by the fallen guard. The ambassador flung out an arm to ward them off. Stand back! He was normally a mild-mannered man, gray-haired and dignified. The ferocity of his tone stopped them in their tracks. That and the panic that lay just beneath the surface. They obeyed. Jahan, Mari, the guards, the envoy from Oliverus, the old nurse and the court painter wringing their hands in dread. As for the fallen guard, he sprawled on his back, Barely conscious. From the way one arm lay on the ground, the angle hideous and unnatural, Jahan knew it was broken. Just as she understood, shattered bones were the least of his troubles. Sweat poured off a face that had turned a familiar mottled red. Pity filled her. Sorrow, too. But not surprise. Plague? Jahan asked quietly. Mari's hand tightened in hers. He's feverish. The ambassador busied himself removing the guard's tunic. Rather than yank it over his head and broken arm, he took a dagger from his belt and sliced through leather and wool. Mari reasoned. A fever, then, it doesn't mean- She trailed off in dismay as the ambassador pushed aside the guard's tunic, exposing the pit of his arm for a boil the size of an egg nestled among downy black hairs. A strange gurgling sound emerged from it. The boil shivered and pulsed, as though the blood and pus and poison within were living things struggling to break free. Sickened, Jahan stepped back. Everyone stepped back. Fear sent shivers racing up her spine and trailing along her limbs. Plumes of smoke rose in the distance another village burning its dead. Jahan could almost taste the bitterness of the ash, thick at the base of her throat. The ambassador remained crouched by the guard's side. He closed his eyes briefly. When he opened them, they settled on her. Red rimmed from exhaustion, the smudges beneath grown darker with each passing day. Princess Jahan, this can go on no longer. You must leave us. Jahan exchanged a quick startled glance with Mari. Jahan said, what are you saying? Leave whom and go where? All around them were anxious mutterings. We are hindering you, the ambassador stood, knees cracking. Every one of us is a threat. Go with Lord Ventelis. Take Mari, take the women and find King Rayan.